Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the amish baby machine podcast starring me dags and johnny rage the amish baby machine podcast is a powerful american pop culture podcast we are a comedy caravan we're coming you can't stop us we're the caravan jump aboard if you want to and now across this powerful powerful oaken desk is johnny rage good day say are we podcasters or are we investigative reporters? I prefer to be an investigative reporter. What about you? I don't believe in labels. What Nietzsche said about labels, if you label someone, you know, it says, hello, my name is, and then you forget to take the label off later. Okay. Everyone's like, hey, Larry, how'd you know my name? What? It's on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Or else uh, you forget to take your I voted sticker off how long does that take or are they just so cheap they fall off immediately oh we are, we talked about that in the last powerful couple episodes about pretentious pompous people that leave the i voted sticker on there's no satisfaction though voting and not getting that sticker i don't care what you do man just i don't care who you vote for just go out and vote you do care who we vote for so just say vote vote liberal well, you whatever you want for me yeah just say vote for whoever, don't say just vote. You don't like the righteousness when people say that. We, do. I don't care who you vote for, but just go and vote for somebody. We're yeah. like righteous brothers right now. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to go to the. Uh, <laughs> we should re- reenact the scene from Ghost right now. Which one of us would be the boy, the girl? Oh, there. We can't do that. Okay. All right. What's coming up? On the Amish, baby. Powerful American pop culture podcast. Tell us, Johnny Rage, what's coming up. Well, we saw a couple movies. We like to do a movie review one a week. And at the box office, Halloween. Um, sequel. Um, the Last Man on Earth. Kind of something out of the ordinary. You and I talked yesterday, doing a little bit of show prep, on what are we going to talk about. And I like those old sci-fi classics. And we found when we reached deep into the vault... And we came up with, not the last man standing on Fox right now, but the last man on Earth. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We also got a thing on my powerful notes here. We got uh, holograms at concerts. We're going to talk a little bit about the Titanic. That's freaky. I I like that topic the most. The Titanic, uh, they actually rebuilt it, a replica of it. And they're going to sail that the the maiden voyage that the Titanic actually took back in Trivia for Your Dags. What year was the Titanic? Where it sank? Uh, 1912. Do you know what took it out? Um, ice cubes. Iceberg, right ahead. No, ice but cube. The good news about NWA. The, the good news about the, the newest Titanic, because we have global warming, we never have to worry about an iceberg taking out the new Titanic, so they feel safe now. It was a good day. Good but I'm bummed. It, it was a good day today. I didn't have to use my AK. Oh, that was a very funny joke. China. Also, China. Yeah, we're going to be talking about China to create an artificial moon. 
Uh, Johnny Rage is into mooning. You know, it's funny. You were bending over to get pop. I saw your artificial moon. It was not. Oh, it was not good. You didn't see your anus, though, did you? <laughs> oh, gosh. And, I uh, saw way more than that. And Call of Duty Black Ops, Blackout. Yep. I've been enjoying that game. We can talk about that also. Yeah, sure. And also McDonald's. Who doesn't like McDonald's? McDonald's is that happy place? That hap, hap, happy place. They got something coming up, too. I love uh, Eddie Murphy when he was doing his... Uh, comic bit, bit and he talked comedian bit comedy tour and he talks about mcdonald's how when we were little kids you'd sing the mcdonald's song when the parents told you that you're going to mcdonald's we're going to mcdonald's we're going to mcdonald's kids just make up songs when they're excited and that comes to mind when we're going to talk a little bit about mcdonald's introducing triple breakfast stacks it's first breakfast innovation in five years interesting wow. so johnny rage this podcast just keeps growing and growing like your stomach. Powerful. The flock of Amish. We love everyone that listens. Just to let you know that we do have merch. That's what the kids call it in the business merch. T-shirts, pillows, mugs. Johnny Rage mugs a lot. So make sure you go to AmishBabyMachine.com. We have a link there to get your merchandise, get your T-shirts. Every T-shirt and everything you buy helps us fund this beautiful podcast also patreon we do have a patreon page that's a way you can support this podcast also patreon.com links are on the website go there you can donate donate a dollar if one billion of you donated a dollar we'd have how much Johnny rage i don't well, do, i don't I'll, do math if one billion of them donated a dollar that's pretty basic math thanks what like 50 cent be bill, 50 cents which by well, the way you brought it up. Uh, how about that Mega Millions? The winner, $1.6 billion. Talk about a life changer. What would you do? Everybody asks that question. What would you do if you had $1.6 billion? I don't think any of us knows what we would I'd do. get a lot of jobs where I could get fired and I wouldn't care. I'd like to. I'd like go to McDonald's and start working there, and then just start eating all the food. And <laughs> and, then, and then the manager go, "What the hell are you doing?" And the guy training me, and he said, "Well, he said it's fine to do it." <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? You could just go to a job and not worry about it. You just uh, do whatever find, you want. I find I see the bigger picture with that. What I'd like to do is, I think there would be great joy and pleasure in just going to some ran, random ra- restaurant, ordering some food, and then leaving. I'm not a big tipper, however, but I but leaving like a fifty thousand dollar tip and just watch the reaction of the waiter or waiter, preferably a waitress, but just doing things like that. It's server now. Whatever. Waitron. Waitron, waitress, waitor, whatever they do. People that bring me the food, wife. Oop, did I say that? Um, anyway, it would be, it'd bring me great joy just to go out and do good for mankind. Tip people that you don't normally tip. Um, give people. Be in the line at McDonald's. You know, I'm going to walk into a restaurant. I will pick up everybody's tap. What are your thoughts? Do I have something with that? Does that sound like anything you'd? probably want to do or no. you yes you would i would just give it all away really what would you do i, I mean, just told you i would do fun things well you're going to a job and you know that i like i'm a people person i would like a job just to talk to people i'm not going to get some giant house these people they you know always dream of getting these giant houses that's easy and, to say when you haven't won the money but no what would you i wouldn't want a giant house even even a regular house how many rooms do you actually occupy it's kind of like cable. How many do you actually need? Exactly. Yeah. So you need your little, 
your little uh, whatever you call it, your area where you watch TV. Mm-hmm. That'd you be the area that you could watch TV. Family room. Yeah, the family Dan. room. Dan. Why don't we call it? We never hear the word Dan anymore. Oh, it's that's so powerful, isn't it? Because you yeah. think of like lions and powerful <laughs> flesh-eating creatures. Yeah, I just nobody uses the word Dan. Romper room. Yeah. Oh, it's in my mud room. Mud room. We still hear that one a lot. Yeah, red rum. But that HGTV has changed our vocabulary. Open format, open floor plan. We never hear den, but you know, when it comes to, don't you think a lot of people that win, that's kind of, and they buy these big homes, it's just to say, look at me and what I've got. And you're right, they don't occupy most of the house, but it's more of a stature thing. And you ever notice a lot of them are they call McMansions? They're these big, giant, tacky houses. Like, I want some beautiful architecture. And I, you know what I mean? You know how they have these giant houses and the, they're just giant tacky. Like Elvis Presley's house down in Tennessee. Memphis. Well, it would be cool to have a jungle room. Yeah. I would have a tiki room, a cool Hawaiian room. Yeah, you are into that Hawaiian what, thing. What would your theme be in your favorite room? Would you have uh, a golf room? A what room? Golf? Nah, I've, I've grown to hate golf over the years, you okay. know. My best two balls I've ever hit in the last couple of years was when I stepped on a rake in the sand trap. Oh, <laughs> that, 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 I love that. I still love that joke. Um, I would probably have like an antique room or I would probably do the entire home in antiques. And when I say antiques, I mean high, high quality antiques. I don't mean um, something that's vintage or anything like that, but actual, the best you could buy in antiques. What's an antique? Well, the definition would be 75 years or over. No, I know. To, for you, though, what, what is an antique? What would you buy? Um, kind of like what I have in my house. I have some really cool uh, mid-century lamps in my living room. I would like to match that up with some mid-century furnishings. Wow, you're really uh, wimpy. I thought you'd have cooler stuff. Well, I, I have a real eclectic viewpoint. I told you I've got robots. I'm really drawn to vintage or antique space theme things um we talked about the lost in space robot things like that i have um a space cadet lunchbox um i would like i have a coke machine at my house i'd like several of them gas pumps i love gas pumps vintage or antique gas pumps coke machines i'd have just i think i understand where i'm going with it my house would be a museum of antiques or I would buy a house filled full of antiques and just make it a museum and live someplace else, but still have antiques in that. But there, there again, there you go. Then it's just a sterile museum. And a lot of times, isn't that cliche like the gas pumps and the, I mean, wouldn't you want to collect something that most people don't have? Well, uh, let me ask you this. When was the last time you were at somebody's home and you saw a gas pump? Not a lot of people have gas pumps. Not a lot of people have the Coke machine. There's a very small minority. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like the guy with the, he has the oil sign, the big metal oil sign, the gas pump. But they're cool. I've seen a lot of they're garages. Cool, okay. Yeah, That's no, what you're just, into. They're cool and they're high end and they're expensive and I love them. And see, I don't understand the notion of people that collect antiques and then hoard them and then they put it in their basement never to be seen Well, again. that's what I was going to ask you about toys. You know, we talked about toys yes. and other powerful episodes. These people that have toys... They usually get them from Adam and Eve. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about a different toy. Sorry. I don't know what that means. And they're still- Adam and Eve is a sex shop. They're they're still in in the box. Well, that's different because they're trying to maintain the value of it. Because allegedly- Are are sex toys worth more that are still in the box? But anyway, so they have 
the toys and they're a toy is meant to be played depends with. which box you're referring to that's what i said <laughs> if refer to my joke i just said two seconds ago <laughs> that took me a while. yeah i know it did <laughs> Go ahead. so a toy if you don't play with the toy then it's not a toy to me you know yeah but usually when you buy it you buy it when you're 50 because it was a toy that you probably had when you I were know, 10. I know, but I mean, if you look over here, a powerful, you're following us on Twitter, aren't you? At Amish B Machine, Amish, the letter B Machine. You can see here, Johnny Rage is the powerful Jesse doll. Jesse the Body Ventura. Welcome. And he's, he's, he's not in a box. I did he's, have, he's, I did he's have he's Jesse right, in the he's, box. He's right here. I had sitting, the same doll in the box, he's but he sitting, was wearing a suit. He's sitting, yeah, that's the governor. This is the- The governor. This is the Jesse from Powerful Predator, Blaine. So you see what I'm saying? He's not in a box. It's it's right there. No, I get what you're saying. I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I, I do like- um, And also, people that have these retro game rooms, they have all the game machines. They have all the- It's too sterile looking. It's too- Like to me, with the oil pumps and the signs, it would be too- like it's set up as some Hollywood cliched thing. And then also you reach this, uh, also where it could be hoarding, where you have these people, like you watch that show, American Pickers. Mm-hmm. And do you ever notice all the people, I mean, it's it's almost sad. They're this trapped in this thing and they have all this shit everywhere and they don't want to give it up. Well, it was in this barn buried. You didn't even know it was there. <laughs> no, I love those episodes. Yeah. That means way too much to me. It's like, really? It's, it's buried under 16 different items and it's full of a bunch of dust, but. And and the poor guys are all they're all crippled up and they're they're walking with walkers and canes and you know I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm much of the same. When I purchase something, there's so much when it when it comes to the world of antiques and collectibles. There's so many genres. You've got comic books. You've got um, sports memorabilia. You've got golf memorabilia, which is kind of one of the same. You've got furniture. I like things across the board, but I, it has to strike me the minute I see it. A Ham's, Ham's Brewery stuff is extremely expensive. I had a Ham's Rippler, 1969 edition Ham's Rippler. I sold it. I wish I never would have. I just enjoyed it. I like to buy things and enjoy them. They have to be within view. So, so the Rippler is the animated sign? Correct. Where it looked like the waters were shimmering. Do you remember the the lampshade one that spun? Yes, I had that too. No, but I'm telling you, a different lampshade, the one that spun around, it'd be like a forest fire. It would be animated. The the heat would turn it around. I had that. A oh, ham, you had the actual hams? I had the, I had the actual hams made, made those too. And did you get rid of that also? I sold that as well. What too. is your problem? Well, because as a collector, my philosophy was to enjoy it, and then if you can make money on it, sell it. But there are certain things that I did enjoy and wish I would have held on to. Hams is getting harder and harder to find that stuff. If, because at a reasonable price. I mean, if you want to go on eBay right now, there might be three Ripplers, but they're going to be between eight and 1200 bucks a piece. Or the Chinese knockoffs, too. The, I've the, never seen a Hams the Chinese replicas. knockoff. Oh, sure there is. Everything that can be replicated, they have a Chinese knockoff. Not in Hams. I would be shocked. Well, because who would buy it? I wouldn't. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. That's the whole point. All baloney, you could tell. Oh, I, how, how would you I've tell? I've got a professional eye. I'm, I'm an investigative reporter. I, I know things. Now, Johnny Rage? Yes. Halloween, we enjoyed the new Halloween movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. What are your thoughts? One of the, one of the rare movies that you and I actually went to together. It's hard to synchronize our powerful schedules. Right. We're, and- we're jet-setting and globe-trotting. We're... 
cosmopolitan. One thing I noticed when we were in the movie we're theater. We're Neapolitan. You throw off a lot of body heat, though. Man. Well, can, some like it hot. Some like it hot. Um, you know, we saw the movie together, and we had to... We had to um, use some discipline because we says, okay, let's not tear this thing apart. Right now, let's wait for this moment in time. And here we are. We're going to talk about Halloween. Um, I'm going to kick it off here. How much more can you do with that movie that hasn't already been done? Well, just like I thought, not much more. Because it was really no different than the past several Halloweens. Jamie Lee Curtis, I did Jamie Lee Curtis, I did not know was an executive producer of that movie. I didn't know if you caught that in the credits, but she was. I did. I'm powerful analysis of all credits. Okay. Um a typical movie, Michael Myers comes back. And I don't know how much we want to give up in terms of because it's here's the thing when you talk about a movies, I don't I don't know how you do a spoiler alert, not give it away. It's but a, we can we can set it up. Okay, it's, it it's up. a slasher movie, and a lot of people get killed. Wasn't it like the anniversary of him killing some people? And he was there was these uh, students that were doing a they were podcasters. They were investigative journalists, right? And they were trying to do their their work, a body of work on Michael Myers, this psychopath. And they were uh, they actually approached him when he was in prison. They brought the mask back to him that he actually used, which is supposed to be Dags. You inform me. I did not know this. Supposed to be William Shatner. Yes. I never equate I never once thought that. Well, you never would by looking at it. Yeah. But what's weird is it it is the mask, is it a fetish is does it have power? Much like our fetish dolls around here. A lot of people confuse fetish with sexual. No fetish is a is a thing that is empowered with powerful magical powers. Do, well, I don't, do you believe that mask was empowering or no. Well, if you notice, the mask is very powerful. Like, did you see how everyone got real excited when they took the mask out? The mask is a powerful thing. I mean, as uh, the mask is powerful in Friday the 13th, the hockey mask, I believe it has powers. So you feel like the, the Michael Myers without the mask, it's kind of like Superman in his uniform, or not his uniform, his costume. If he doesn't have the costume, he can't do anything. Is that I don't know. I'm not. I'm you know not trying to get too deep into it, but I I think it's integral part of okay. it. I mean, well, and it's it's iconic. You have to have the mask. I thought the the storyline again. I don't even think we have to say anything here on this podcast. People can already imagine what the storyline is. Um, Michael Myers is going to get trained. I saw this thing coming from a mile away. Michael Myers is currently serving time for the crimes committed in a prison. And it comes to the point in his life where he has to be transferred with a whole group of other prisoners. And you knew that what was going to happen during the transfer process. How many movies are they going to do that cliche of the, of the, the bus transfer? Right. I mean, I, immediately what comes to mind is The Fugitive. Of, you, yeah, you of know. everything. Yeah. I mean, it's been done. I mean, it's, they did it in Con Air with a plane. Right. So we saw that coming. Um, I thought the acting was horrible in every aspect uh the kid the the baby the girl babysitter when she was being grabbed by michael myers and she was lying with her stomach down on the floor trying to escape i thought that was i just didn't think that the acting was very well done very well with her and several others seemed kind of forced from time to time 
Um, I, I, I don't give it high marks myself. What did you like about it? What did I like? Is that what you said? Yes. What did you like about the movie? The fact that you paid for it. That was the best part. Powerful. <laughs> it was powerful. Um, you know, I just like going to movies. I like the ability to talk about it after. That's probably the biggest thing that I enjoy to do here on this podcast. But in terms of was there, there really wasn't. No, it's kind of been there, done that. I, I actually fell asleep. You know this, Dags. You had to kind of give me a gentle little rub. I hope that was what I think it was, not what, you know, when you touched me. That why, was, why do you have to ruin everything? That was your Just hand. Just enjoy it. it. I think it was Just your enjoy hand. it. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> but I fell asleep. Okay. And when I fall asleep to a movie, that's not a good sign. I thought it took forever to build up something where I knew what was coming. And, uh, Pretty typical. The knife comes out numerous times. He goes on a killing spree as we knew he would. A lot of head smashing. What was that, do you think? Man. A lot of head smashing. I'm a doctor. Lock the doors. And there was this odd vert, this odd expression. There was a doctor who was working with Michael Myers and and he almost had like this love affair with him because he'd been working with him for so many years. And well, then, well that happens a lot. I mean, if you a lot of serial killers are in prison and women write to him and then they get married to him. But this was a male doctor. That he was, well, that was working come, with him. I'm just saying. And he a, almost became those people Michael have, Myers. Those people have powerful charisma. How does Michael Myers have any charisma? He doesn't say a word the entire six movies he's done or whatever, three, two, one. There's no word spoken. That's not charisma. It's charisma. But it's that doctor. Animal all, attraction. That doctor became Michael Myers there temporarily. You know, he was just. All about the Michael Myers. And it was just I, I I don't know, I wasn't I was not impressed with the movie. They they showed him too he was introduced too quickly in the movie, I believe. You gotta build like I said, build up the suspense. Yeah, I don't know what you can do with him anymore. I liked, you know, when they cross over, I liked when uh uh Jason Voorhees fought Freddy Krueger in the movie. That's cool. They got to do something. They got to do some crossover. They got to do something with Michael Myers. Now, were you fans of the Friday the 13th movies with Jason? Again, other than the title, it seemed... So what movie monsters do you like? Do you like Freddy Krueger? Uh, the original one, yes, because it's different. I love, I love it as sense of humor. Oh, I'm your boyfriend now. He had a bunch of one-liners. Yeah. I think the first Freddy, uh, Friday the 13th was groundbreaking in terms of a horror. I think it elevated the entire industry to the next level. But you after that nightmare on Elm street, you're talking I'm about sorry, what did I say? <laughs> Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th nightmare on Elm street, Jason, they're all the same. Thing. No, they're not the same thing. They're different. If uh, you can, you can put say, that knife you, down, can, Diggs. You, you can Diggs, say, put the knife down. I'm just kidding. You can say, <laughs> you can say Jason is a ripoff of Michael Myers, but Freddy Krueger, is a cool character. That's what I said. It's groundbreaking. Yeah. I just said that. I think it took the the whole horror genre to the next level. And he was definitely a cool character, but then they, they overdid that um, too much. And it doesn't excite me I anymore. think he's more likable, though. I would like him to come back more than I would want Michael Myers to come back. So you mean you'd go to another Nightmare on Elm Street? I would. I because, think. But I think don't it, you think? Let me. Inter I'm interrupting. Doesn't isn't that because there's been so much time between the last one you kind of forgot? How yes. It, yeah. Yes. You're yeah. you're right. It's like Star Wars, 
And I also agree that you got to kill some, kill some franchises. Like I, I could care, you know, like Terminator, love the Terminator. Terminator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kill it, kill them off. I think if you kill them, they, they become even more powerful. Well, let me ask you this then. Pirates of the Caribbean. Were you a fan of that? The Caribbean or the Caribbean? Caribbean. Isn't uh, Billy Ocean Caribbean? Caribbean. Yeah. Did you like Pirates of the Caribbean? The first one was fun. Okay. You didn't like him after that? The reason I jumped this in here, it's not on our notes, is they are thinking about uh, bringing that franchise back, but without Johnny Depp. What do you think? The Fail. You think the so? only reason that movie was fun was him. Do you think so? I know so. Okay, because that's what they're talking about. Yes, you need a powerful character. But every movie that's good has a powerful character in it, character actor. If if not, it's just going to be some generic fluffy. I mean, it's a movie about a Disney ride, for God's sakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, if you have, I don't even think they no no one realized when that movie came out that it would be that much fun. It's because of Johnny Depp. Well. When Johnny Depp accepted the role, and when Johnny Depp did his portrayal of Jack Sparrow, the executives at Disney were horrified by the results. They thought he'd be more of a swashbuckling, swashbuckling Errol Flynn type, and he was more of a Mick Jagger kind of feminine type person. They they didn't like it. They they thought it was going to fail miserably, and. The proof isn't the pudding. It didn't. It actually did quite well. But that's kind of what you always see. There's an audience for everything. Keith Richards, not Mick Jagger. Same thing. Yeah. It's all all the the same, same, isn't it? So when they were doing uh, that, they were horrified by his portrayal of Jack Sparrow. And they didn't. But like you say, there's an audience for everything. Johnny Depp is a huge fan following. He could pull that off. Um, I myself wasn't a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. the, The... What's the one where they have um, Davy Jones? Is that or who's the who's the 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 one with the tentacles? All yeah, over his Davy face? Jones Locker. Okay, that one was cool, and it wasn't because of Jack Sparrow. No, it would have been cool if it was the monkeys, wouldn't it have been? Hey, hey, with the monkeys. Or do you mean the monkeys from the Wizard of Oz? I just shudder when I think. No, of those. Davy Jones. How evil, evil. But so they're talking about it right now. They're in the works of bringing it back, not bringing back Johnny Depp. And you're talking about that. Some should that my question to you, a long about way to get to it. Should Pirates of the Caribbean just call it quits or do they make another one? No, kill it. Maybe, maybe there could be a time warp and some aircraft carriers from now could go back in time and then kill everyone in the movie. What do you think? Let me think about that. Maybe some powerful subs. There was a movie on that premise where, a aircraft carrier, a nuclear aircraft carrier, could have went back to World War II. Yes, the final countdown. Is, was that the name of it? I thought that was... <laughs> yeah, was that really the name of the movie? The final countdown. Do you think it was? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Um, but they didn't want to change the course of history, so they restrained themselves from engaging in this World War II film. It's a, it's, it's a pretty cool concept. I like the fact where this um, nuclear aircraft carrier which reeks could wreak a lot of havoc against uh the uh, military of back in 1940s the 40s mid 40s and the name of it dags i do believe you are correct sir 
It is the final countdown. Starring Kirk Douglas, Martin Sheen, Catherine Ross, James Ferentino. And it was an hour, 44 minutes. Boy, I just have such clarity all of a sudden. I, I just had to show him. Because everything I say is true. It's powerful. Powerful, it is. It's everything speaks, I say is true. He's, he's, yes, so, he's got all, clarity. It's I also mean, a powerful song by Europe, The that, Final Countdown. That's why we all listen to you. I mean, you just... Everyone listens. In fact, I want you guys all to listen. Go to iTunes. Please leave a powerful review. Five stars is the best review. If you leave that, you will unlock secrets to Johnny Rage's universe. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine on Instagram. Powerful photos. We are on Facebook. Like our Facebook page. You should follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine, at Amish, the letter B Machine, all one word. Hit up our merch, get a t shirt, help support the show. Let me John- see. Can I see what you talk about merch? Can I see your uh, phone case one more time? Because you've got the. Uh, oh, f- I'm amazed at how quickly Dags ordered the uh, phone case for his iPhone and it's got the Amish baby machine logo on the back of it. I think you've put pictures on Twitter of this might not be a bad, yes. idea. not be, it might not be a bad idea to do it again, but I'm, I'm amazed at the turnaround time and high quality and uh, yeah, high quality. I'm amazed and low price and low price and everything you purchase does help support this show. And if you order within the next 25 minutes, not only will you get the phone case, the t-shirt, the hoodie, we have a pillow. You can hug the pillow and think of Johnny Ray. And a year subscription to the Amish Baby Machine. All within the next 19 minutes. Call. Do you think people are buying the pillow, Johnny Rage, and spraying their favorite Dracar Noir cologne oh, Dracar on there? Noir. Is that what you wore back in the day? Yeah, I did. That was powerful. Mm-hmm. I roll with the axe now. Oh. It's so simple. Sam's Club even carries it. That's why I roll with it. Three pack for eight bucks. But then when you spray it on your body, you're just like. I'm a beast. I'm an animal. I'm a man. Oh, powerful. The The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Now, Johnny Rage. Yes. Watching the movie Halloween, your powerful memories harken back to the Omega Man. Loved it. And The Last Man on Earth, all based on the book I Am Legend. Yeah. Created in the 50s. Uh. So there's three movies so far made. There was Last Man on Earth, Omega Man, Omega Man, and I Am Legend. That's starring, funny because starring it, the Fresh Prince. That's funny because if the book was based off of I Am Legend, that was the most recent one made several years back. You think it'd be different? Already. I know. I was thinking the same thing. It's kind of crazy. So when you say educate me, Diggs, what do you mean? Are you saying that I Am Legend? So all those are sequels to one another? No, they're all movies based on the book i am legend okay because vincent price of course was in the last man in the world and that's a movie we both enjoyed and it's free on amazon prime if you guys want to check it out and i just love movies like that when there's this one guy left and just like that's why i liked uh, quiet place so much there's like one family left in the world it's funny you said that they, they're called survival films yeah and when i was uh, doing powerful research there's a lot of really cool survival films, and I think we should do a re- survival. Yes, keep uh, talking marathon? about. Keep no, just keep talking about them. Keep watching them, and, and I think people would enjoy it. That survival films are powerful. Well, I think we might even learn a thing or two because with the coming ages here, we could ha- sugar could hit the fan, and we oh, might have yes. to learn how to yes. 
Yeah, so, powerful EMPs. I so mean, we could learn. We're not only being entertained, but we're learning too from these survival films. Give, give me some other survival films that I'm. What else would you was in that genre? Well, there's uh, the Revenant is one. It's it's you know man against nature kind of theme, and there there's different ones that are more and less. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of some, but there's a ton of really cool ones. Were you a are you a fan of Vincent Price in general? No, he's. I mean, he's he is what he is. He's you know the the. But isn't he like the quintessential horror film? I mean, when you think of a horror film and Vincent Price, you well, know. when you you think a horror movie, is it is it what what type of horror? I mean, he's kind of it's kind of like the. I'm trying to think of a good word to describe him. You know, he's kind of effeminate and and uh, what's a good way to. I don't know what you mean by feminine, but to me, he's he, kind of like an overactor. Yeah, um, he's you know like 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 some over the top, you know, theater. Yeah, that that you know, and he fits perfect in those old old movies, right? I, now, you, know, he, you know, if he came out today, I mean, you you couldn't do anything with that. Well, I, I what I think you know, we were talking earlier about collecting things. You said, what would you put if you had like this ultimate man cave because you just won the one point six billion? Some really cool Vincent Price actual sci-fi movie thrillers from back in that posters? day. Posters? Movie yeah, posters. Yeah, maybe I'll do that because I'm working on the barn here. That would yeah, be cool. That would be really awesome to get some Vincent Price. And some of the old time, not only him, but some of the old uh, Dags, you know I'm terrible with names, but the original Dracula, what was his name again? And then he did Frankenstein. Bella Lugosi? Thank you. That would add quite a bit to these uh, studios. And through osmosis, it would give us wisdom. And we could talk more sci-fi. Powerful stuff. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would bring us clarity. So that we can remember names. So I can remember names. The Last Man on Earth. So we watched the movie 19... 19- That's funny. My what? wife always says, I wouldn't touch you through The Last Man on Earth. That's what I thought the movie was going to wow. be about. Hurtful. <laughs> Were you hurt when you hear that? No. I said ditto. Wow. Yeah. Perhaps you need a harem. That would multiple, be nice. Multiple fans of Johnny Rage. So The Last Man on Earth, 1964, starring Vincent Price. About a man, powerful plague, disease, everyone's dying. He's the last man on earth. He's all holed up in his house. What did you think, Jenny Ridge? Well, again, I saw Omega Man and I saw I Am Legend, so I thought it was a take on that. I wasn't sure. Let's, uh, just the movie itself. You I know, did, I'm, you did I'm not setting it up. I'm setting okay, it up. Okay, all right. Because the, the Omega Man... There was a zombie apocalypse. Same with I Am Legend. But when it came to Last Man of the World, it was actually um, last vampires. Man, last Man on the Earth. What did I just say? The world. Earth, world. Same I'm thing. not even going to correct you. We, we get it. We get it. Yeah. Last Man in Minnesota. Wasn't that the name of it? But. The I was just trying to parallel it to other movies that I saw. Had, I was waiting to see how they were going to connect it, but it was about vampires, and I loved the movie where they were where he was holed up into his house, like you said, and he had just very cheaply done some things to prevent the vampires from getting in. Unlike the Omega Man, this guy has a fortress, but Vincent Price has a couple of crisscrossed two by fours, and and he just got a bar across his door, and they're just. Morgan, we're going to kill you. Morgan. And, and it's like, come on, these these vampires show up with throngs of people and they can't get through the crossed two-by-fours on the door, on so, the window. 
So it's weird. They're they're vampires, but they were zombies. They were kind of zombie vampires, and they, and they were completely useless and weak. Yeah, like five of them jump on him, and he can just push them off. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying because how he had his home fortified was he didn't do that much, and 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 every night they showed up about the same time, and they were trying to kill him. Of course, they couldn't get in. It's like, dude, there's like two two by fours there. Break it and get grab the guy. You know, I liked I liked the putting yourself in that position what would you do like he had the generator he was ticking off time by writing the the days xing out the days on the wall three years he'd been by himself eating canned food right and they always give you the backstory on those you know how did he get to the position he was and my question was how did he not come down with the plague he did answer that he did answer it later and it (laughs) was kind of a unusual answer he got bit by a bat he said, and he thought that that was probably a vampire bat in Panama. Yeah, um, which I find odd because uh, wouldn't it be a mosquito in Panama, not a bat? I don't know. Well, vampire bat. Why would it be a mosquito? Well, Panama Canal was notorious for mosquitoes. It was also the, notorious for they had huge the swarms and... of powerful vampire bats attacking people, turning them into the living dead, the undead. Okay. Well. It was it was it was a short movie. I like that. I don't have a long attention span. Well, yes, we know that. So I I, I enjoyed it. It was um, I love the fact when he when he finally does bite the dust at the end, they throw a spear at him. Of all the things, how could you not get out of the way of the spear? You know, I know he was uh, he he did take a bullet or two, so he was weak at the time. But his death in this particular movie reminded me of a parody like they would do on Carol Burnett. If Carol Burnett and one of their characters was doing some type of a skit, if they were stabbed, that's how they would respond to that. It was kind of like over dramatically, just dramatic, over dramatic. And it was kind of like, that reminds me of like a skit off of Carol Burnett. It was a lot of weird things going on in the movie. The movie was made in the 64, but it had the font and the feel of a, a fifties sci-fi horror movie with the font, you know, they live, you know, with the creepy writing font yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. In the music, it's, uh, it's weird with the, the, the score. It's orchestra. They play the scary music, and then they play the regular music. There's not a lot of variation. I don't know what you could do back then. But it was weird, too, that the different, like, to me, it was more zombies, but they were technically a, a vampires. Right. They, they were afraid of their reflection. Traditional things like garlic and crosses kept them away. Right. And then they had the Pet Cemetery thing going on, which is coming up, the remake of Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. where he uh, buries the dog. Well, the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog had a, even the traditional way to kill a vampire is with a wooden stake. Right. But I'm talking about when he killed the, the lady friend and she came back. And that part was kind of cool because she's like, let me in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That part was kind of creepy yeah. for a campy movie like that. But here's the question I have for you. Did you understand the ending when he's finally dead? That lady, he finally met some companionship, thought that he was just like her. Turns out that she did have the disease, but she also had um, the ability to turn the disease back. Well, they, there was a group of right. people. What, what was the reason they were after Morgan? Vincent Price. Well, they explained it in the movie. They didn't like him because he, at night he would go out and try to kill all these Well, he vampires. was killing people that were still alive. Right, but they did have the and, plague. And some, no, but some of them were them. 
yeah. this splinter group. But they and, but, and they would keep the they would keep the virus at bay but, with, with the injections. But the lady was sent there to hold them hostage until the group could come get them. But then she kind of had that um she she found out that she kind of likes the guy so she let him go and was t- telling him to run get out of here but then at the end when he was dead she runs up on the altar looks at him and he gets like this creepy smile and says now we can really survive like she was i didn't follow that yeah that it movie. was weird too it was weird that it was in a church but then they were all bla- dressed in black you know i don't know if there was there was some hidden satanism in there that well, was kind of weird and and he got you know impaled right there's a lot of symbolism going on there. Because in the Omega Man, when Charlton Heston dies, he does die on a cross. Crucified, yes. So there's Crucified. a lot of there's a lot of symbolism in there. It's kind of cool. That's what's weird about vampire movies nowadays. They lost the Christianity aspect of it. They lost the the cross and the and the garlic. You know, they make it the sparkly vampires like Twilight. Yeah. So they lost. I like the, the millennial ri- vampire. Well, it's even past millennials now. What do they call like? Operation X. Or I don't even know Generation what they're called X. anywhere. Yeah, millennials is still the broad term for. I think no, but years. there's they, even that. You know, there's newer kids being created and weird. But anyway, um, oh, like, you know I like it's it's Generation I for iPhone. That's what it is. Oh, is it? We have iPhone so, X millennial. So I like Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. starring Keanu Canoe Reeves. I like that because they gave an origin to how he was damned. How he. uh he came back from the Crusades, and his lady friend was dead. So he, damn God, he was. That was cool. I like that because they actually had an origin of him. So it, there was a lot going on in that movie. They had all that different stuff. I I liked it. It was you know obviously a low budget movie made in Italy because mm-hmm. all the, the or, yeah all the actresses everyone was Italian. The origins of Dracula does date back to the Catholic faith because there's the folklore is that. Um, Judas, the disciple that turned on Jesus Christ, we all know what happened to him. He actually hung himself. Well, he didn't go to heaven, obviously, but he became a vampire. That's what happened. A lot of cool stories. Dracul, Vlad the Impaler. Hey, isn't that where my cologne came from? Dracul? That's what we were talking about Dracul earlier. Dracul Noir. Dracul Powerful Noir. cologne. But, well, if you're bored over the Halloween season, you're looking for something to watch, I would definitely um, I, give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, Dags. Quickly, five. we didn't do a five star on... Uh, I feel on those, uh, okay, uh, Halloween, I will give that out of five buggy, buggy wheels, two and a half. Two and I a mean, half? I mean, it's, here's the deal with Halloween. There's a lot of powerful fan base. They love it, so they're going to love it. Well, it did it's well one of those things. It's doing well at the movie theater. Of course it is, because I think in these... Uh, Horror movies, usually when there's a lot of shit going on in the world, a lot of strife, people crave those. Like in the 70s, they were, you know, they had the Exorcist and those in the early 70s. There's a lot, they tend to, when a lot of uh, uncertainty in the world, the horror movies are very popular. But then again, the nostalgia of the Halloween movies is, it's a built-in audience. Right. If you like Halloween, you're going to like it. I I just think it was kill them off, pun intended. Yeah. So I would probably give it a one and a half um, if we're going to get cute here. And and, it- and uh, reviewing, uh, I don't even think you can review that Last Man on Earth. It's just a... Yeah, but let's give it a, a rating. Just 
for you liked it or didn't like it? I liked it. I I liked I liked the survival movies. There's I liked how they you you can kind of see origins of newer movies like they had the you know they had that gang it reminded me of uh the walking dead you know when society breaks down you you're going to go tribal i like that i'll i'll give it uh 3 out of 5 and i would give it probably the same about a 3 out of 5 just a way to pass time and get some quick enjoyment uh especially if you're looking for scary flicks during the halloween season here all right titanic <laughs> replica titanic tell the fans of flock of amish well we all know what happened we promoted this earlier back in 1912 this vessel known as the titanic um hit a giant iceberg that was right ahead split in half as the story goes and now it's on the bottom of the sea thousands and thousands of feet down and but there's a company that actually decided, you know what, we're going to build a ship that looks exactly like the Titanic and offer cruises on it. And that's going to happen in 2022. You're going to have a chance to trace the steps of the maiden voyage of the RMS Titanic. And the big question is to you, Dags, would you go on that journey? Absolutely not. Why? Bad mojo. Bad vibes. Why would you go on something named after that? Well, boy, check this out. Tourists with plenty of money to splash might soon have the chance to, oh, this is diving. Another thing they're going to allow, too, is diving to the wreck. Because remember the movie Titanic when they took that submarine down? They're going to do that for just a mere $105,000 per person to go down. So are they going to bring back the Hindenburg also? Somebody else said that, too. They're looking forward to bringing back the Hindenburg. Um, I remember seeing that movie as a kid, too. The Lusitania. uh, I'm going to check you. Do you remember who was in? Did you see the Hindenburg? Who played George Patton? He was, uh, George C. Scott was in the Hindenburg. Um, anyway, getting back to the Titanic 2. Um, they're going to read from Dubai. It's going to go from Dubai to wherever its maiden voyage was. And you said you would not do it, but you have to admit, they said they're going to have plenty of lifeboats on this one. And in today's day and, day and age, I mean, if they were to hit an iceberg, but now we have so much. No, I realize it's better steel, not riveted, welded steel. Right. However, I am in the, the inflatable business. I've told you the story before. It's a perfect time to share it again. They have a slide that's a replicate of the Titanic. And far and wide, this is the number one inflatable that has the most injuries to it and even deaths is the Titanic slide. Now, is it the curse of the Titanic? Could that happen for all these passengers in 2022? That just something uncontrollable happens. It's just, uh, you know, the, the stars lion, the moon, and kind of like that mask that was brought out in the Halloween movie. It kind of shook the universe. Could this shake the universe and something? I mean, di- think about all those poor people that died. Why would you bring a ship back like that? Why would you bring back an inflatable slide like that? Exactly. Why do it? There's a big price to pay. Some people have paid a high price for that by when they have other slide out. Several people have been injured. So the answer is no, I would not go on that hell voyage. It's going to look exactly like the original. Now, I have been inside of the Titanic Museum twice, the Titanic exhibit. And... 
basically it's a museum and it's a replica when you're in when you're down in Branson they make the museum look like the Titanic however it's not the same size and it's just a small portion of it but what about going inside of that versus going on you definitely you'd go in the museum wouldn't you yeah it's a completely different thing I'm uh, saying why well, I wouldn't go on the icy waters in a thing named after the Titanic but you're going, this is basically a museum that floats for the most part. It was my point. So if you're going to go into the museum, you're saying it's, is it disrespectful to the ones that have well, passed? Yeah. I haven't even gone there yet. Yes, it is. Okay. So you, so if I gave you a ticket, I was going to repay you for the movie ticket you bought and buy you a ticket for the RMS. You can't get rid of me that easy. Who says you're going to get, I mean, you, you, you so know, you, I know you, what you're trying to do <laughs> and I'm not going to stand for it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is now the Johnny Rage podcast hour. Power, power, power. Dang it. Speaking of, speaking of done there, done there, did it, done there. What is it? Been there, there been, done that. Yeah, done there, been there, done. Hologram concerts. Awesome. Now this is the latest thing that Roy Orbison hologram concert. Tupac Shakur. Would you go to a concert where it was your favorite performer, live band, but then the, like, let's say Freddie Mercury and Queen would be a hologram? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, let's go back to just moments ago. You said the Titanic was disrespectful to the dead. How could you then say that you'll go to a concert where they have recreated a dead person? Well, I think it's different. For your entertainment No, this is different. How is it different, Eggs? Because you want to do it. The Titanic is where people died sacred hell ground versus the singer. I mean, you listen to the, you listen to the music. That's not disrespectful. Bringing them back to entertain. You're just enjoying the artistic presence, the power of this performance. So it's not disrespectful. Well, when they did it in um, Star Wars, there was fans that there was terrible outcry, how they brought back a person who actually was dead to a movie. And they promised they'd, they'd never do it again. So well, let's just go to the, let's just, we always get sidetracked. That's the part of this powerful podcast, but I'm powerful giving, you, tangent. giving you viewpoints from many different. No, sides. I know. But yeah. would you, would you go see a concert with a powerful hologram? The, see, re- the reason I ask that because I want to do a hologram of you and get rid of you. Is that possible? Can I do that? <laughs> hey, that'd be cool. I could be here as a hologram. And then carry on my life away from here. I like the idea. Could but, we send our hologram off to work for us? But with the size of you, I don't think I have enough memory oh. for your hologram. Oh. Hey, <laughs> I'm the size of an elephant. I've got a memory, a great memory, like an elephant. And I look like one, too. Um, I love the hologram thing. I'm going to send it off to work. Um, you know what? Here's the dealio, Dags. You're, you're more into the concert scene than I am. I don't go to concerts with living individuals. There's not too many people that have that star power for me that I'd race down to one of our venues here locally. So I would say to your answer, sir, no, there's no hologram imagery that I would probably go see that, that would be strong enough to, to draw me down. See, to me, a lot of bands now, nowadays, you watch them on the big jumbo screen when you go there anywhere. Unless you have sweet tickets or you're watching the big screen. You're watching powerful bands like Rush perform. Yeah, but I guess it depends how realistic it looks too. Is if it's real cheesy, oh, it's a hologram. It looks really good. It does. Have you seen? Have you witnessed this firsthand? No, I know. I wish that'd be cool. Okay, have they done this? 
Are they thinking about yes, it? Yes, they've done it before. With Roy Orbison? Yeah. Okay. So Laser, do you remember the laser shows? You probably never went to them, but I love those. Like Laser Rush, you would go to the planetarium and lay in the ground and they would do cool laser show and they would play like Laser Pink Floyd, Laser Rush. Mm-hmm. That is powerful. They need to bring that back. If you guys haven't done that before, see if they, that still exists, laser bands. But I would definitely see a hologram concert. I also wanted to see in movie theaters, I wanted to see like concerts on the movie theater too. I think it would be cool, you know. Like for you, Johnny Rage would be George Michael. Come on. So what do you mean? You mean- You'd go to the you go to the movie theater and watch concert film of your favorite concert. Oh. And that hasn't been done? That doesn't Oh, it has been. I'm just saying, yeah. would you, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, for a concert gore, I I would suppose so. I I'm not big into the concert thing like you are, though. I've said that. When why do, la- why don't you like enjoying life? Well, I I think we both have different ways of enjoying life. You like to go to concerts, I like to go to McDonald's. I mean, what's yes. the difference, really? You know? A Big Mac and fries to me says it all, my friend. Powerful. Yes. Holograms would be cool. I think um yes. I'm saying yes and you're saying no, you would not enjoy it. I, I can't say I won't enjoy it, but I just, uh, I, I think it'd be cool to see it, how they do it and everything and how realistic it is. Um, right now, um, Elvis Presley's daughter and, and um, uh, what's her name? Thanks. Elvis Presley's daughter. Lisa Marie. She's doing a duet with her father. It's not, uh, that's been done before. It's not a hologram, but uh Nat King Cole and his daughter did one before David Bowie and um, the guy that sings I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, Bing Crosby. They've done it before, too. They've done a duet together. It's not a hologram, but they're able to bring their vocals in together and on top of each other, make it sound like they're in the same recording studio. I think that's pretty cool. Stuff like that. How about an artificial moon? China is, wants to create an artificial moon that would reflect back light. Where were they? I, I don't follow that logic. What do you mean logic? It's imagine powerful artificial moon hovering satellite reflecting light back, illuminating. I saw that when you, I told you earlier when you bent over and got me a pop. I yes, saw that. Illuminating. Yep. It was doing all that too. What do you think about that? Artificial moon. Um, not necessary. Uh, I don't get that big of a thrill out of staring at the moon to begin with. No, that's not the point. The point is to light up the area. Instead of street lights, you would have a twilight glow of the moon. I mean, so you're talking about we would no longer need the street lamps anymore. It's that powerful where it would light up an entire city. Is that what the Correct. Fact? Yeah, they okay. want to light it up. Okay, well, that's a little bit different. Um... You know, I, I'm all for it. If we can save energy and we can see a little bit better at night and you have, you use a moon as your, um, as your way to do it. No, it's evil. It's going to be a weapon of destruction. Must be destroyed. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. The space race weaponizing space with evil artificial moons. Well, that's why Donald Trump wants to come up with a, um, another branch of the The space force. Space powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Call of Duty Black Ops. Yes, sir. New game. My game was PUBG. Now they have Battle Royale in Call of Duty. It took everything I liked about PUBG and put in cooler weapons, faster gameplay for you gamers out there. I'm a weekend warrior on the game where I'm not a hardcore gamer, but I enjoyed it. 
and I enjoyed, enjoyed a couple of victories. Number one, cool game. Johnny Rage has got to get it. Now, I ask you about these victories that you're posting. I'm new to the game world. We know this. We've talked about this. Um, it was kind of a passing fancy for me. It was starting with Battlefield. But you're winning these battles because do you think the times of the day might have something to That's do with it? That's funny you said that. Why I, is that funny? You're not laughing. It's, I'm laughing on the inside, crying on the outside. Yeah. You're right. When are the best players on? And I would, I would, I would feel that they're on probably. So, so at night. you think that I go on at shitty, Ta- shitty times and, and to pad your stats? Yes. yes, yeah. I've gone on late and I've gone on early and I've won. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm good, but I'm going to need you to tell me the peak time of the best players, and I will defeat them all. Oh wow, that's that's pretty bold statement. No, but it's really guys. cool. So your hundred dudes are flying out on helicopters. <laughs> Flying out, drop you out. All you have is your fists. You got to find weapons. At the same time, this energy storm is coming. You hear the rolling thunder and it's pushing you towards the center. It's an epic, powerful game. Only one life. Now, do you? I got a question because I hear all this about Fortnite. Fortnite. And I've talked about this last time. There's actually some NHL superstar kids who actually have to go to treatment for addiction to this. Do you think that... I could quit any time. You could? Yes. Okay. I'm not shaking. That's not a shake. That's, that's just... I, I guess I'm not worried care. about whether or not you could quit at any moment in time, but I'm assuming... See, Fortnite is free, but you had to download this and pay for this, right? Fortnite is free. That's, that, yeah, it's kind of like the drug dealers give it off for free and then you get hooked. Now, does... By, by that business model, has this new game adopted anything where you need to spend money to get better guns or no haven't they taken it to that level yet yeah that's the the criticism of all video games now is in-game purchases microtransactions used to be you buy a game and that's it now to get new skins to look different different guns different maps yes they're always looking for your money okay are they on the special ops game too black ops yes all games are doing that now Okay, they, so they, they do it either either they give away a game free and then they charge you for other, you know, to upgrade this and that, or you pay out front. There's one way or another. It's like taxes. You're either paying now or you're paying later. Right. Yep. It's all about money. What would you prefer? Would you prefer the free game and then pay as you go type thing to get your new weapon? Or do you like just giving the 60 bucks and having at it? You know, I, I played Fortnite. It's too cartoony for me. It's I I like a more realistic game like PUBG is very realistic, but then the problem is it becomes like a walking simulator. Like if you have to get across a map, you gotta keep walking, walking, walking. You know, and like Call of Duty, they speed it up. So it's and the shooting is is more forgiving. In PUBG, the guns are more realistic. So, but I prefer a faster gameplay. So I I kind of like how they they made it a little more. Uh, game friendly it'd be kind of like in sports you know getting rid of uh football you know less commercials more getting the game going like mm-hmm. you talk about baseball organized boredom yeah taking things out to speed up the game to make it more fun yeah so i think in the black ops blackout they they took things from PUBG. I don't know if it's a ripoff or not probably is and they sped it up to make fa- faster gameplay and more fun yeah in so my powerful long, opinion but by, by the time you were claimed winner what was the time frame from beginning to end? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, come on. Yes, you do. I don't, no, I don't. 
I don't know. I don't even know how f- the games go really fast. Well, you just said that, but just give me a time frame, just a basic. Just I don't know. Ten all, minutes. I don't even ten, know. Ten minutes. Okay. Now, when I I did view your Black Ops game, um, of course you had it uh, on when I got here, showing that you were the winner. Um, you were even showing. Uh, well, anyway, um, do you um, feel? To me, it looked like it was a. You said it's fast paced. Yes. Now, the only real experience I have, I've witnessed people playing video games many times. The one that I've actually played, though, has been Battlefield. To me, Battlefield seems faster because there's more people coming at you and there's a chance when you're not even suspecting it that you can just get killed. It didn't look like that was the case on this Black Ops. But you can respawn. But you can respawn because of it, correct. Yeah, so the games like regular Call of Duty, Battlefield, they're not Battle Royale, so you have... Endless lives. You die, you keep coming back, you keep dying, you sp- respawn. Correct. These games, you only have one life, so you gotta, you can't run out and do Rambo. So you have to be quite- I'm saying fast-paced versus PUBG, where you have to run and run in real time okay. to get to the other side of the map. Now, do you like the one life thing, or would you rather spawn? What, what do you prefer? It's two different things, I think. The one life, it makes it super intense. Mm-hmm. And you have to play smart. You can't just run out in the m- middle and... Because knowing you're going to get killed, you're just going to respawn again. Right. So it's, it's two different games. So you, you enjoy doing both versions, sometimes respawning and the other times having the one life. Yes, and the fun thing is squad where you can get multiple, all your friends on there, all talking shit and playing it. How much How much the game cost? 60 bucks. 60 bucks. Is it doing well? Is it oh, well huge. Is huge. It? Now, they don't uh, sell these anymore. You, have to, you download everything, right? Yeah, I like that. You used to, I used to camp out for video games. You'd go to like Best Buy at midnight. Right. It was kind of cool, too. It was kind of like camping out for concert tickets. They don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. There was a camaraderie. You're waiting in line. How many times have you seen Rush? Man, I saw him back in 1803. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And the video game thing was the same thing. Everyone would camp out and... So that that's the the digital download, but the the ease of it is so much cooler now. Right. How long did it take to download that roughly? Oh, it's, Battlefield took me like a day and a half. Yeah. Well, Battlefield was a oh, huge file. Yeah. But now the the internets are getting faster. Well, Johnny Rage, did you enjoy your time on this powerful podcast, the Amish Baby Machine podcast? We were investigative reporters today, I prefer to say that. Makes yes. Sounds way more professional, but yes. of course, as a, powerful as my new role of an investigative reporter, it was awesome. Thanks. Yes. We hope you guys had a good time tonight. We love everyone. And of course, Johnny Rage, if he could, would make love to all of you. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.